0: You're listening to Pombo and Peter's Picks, the home of your favorite sports betting podcast presented by the Daily Goat.
1: Hello, welcome to another episode of Pombo and Peter's Picks. I'm Jason Pombo, joined as always by Peter Alves. Peter, how are we doing today?
0: Oh, I'm pretty good. Uh, Week two, the NFL for uh, probably both of us. It's pretty bad. Hope you didn't. Take any of our picks. Sorry in advance. <laughs> but we survived the survivor. We I cheated my way into
1: week three. It's pretty good. You know what? I remember, I don't know if it was either before we recorded last week or after. You were like, I feel great about this board. This week I'm going five and oh, this and that. I don't know if you said it on the podcast or before or after. Oh, I you definitely
0: were, said it before.
1: You were but yeah, I think before. You you were pretty confident, and I was sort of hesitant. I didn't love the board this week. I felt that there was some uncertainty. I felt that my picks were too heavy favorites. And I don't know, it just did not pan out for us. Uh, so, as Peter kind of hinted, uh, we were <laughs> one and nine um, combined. Good job, Jay. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I saved us with uh, that one pick uh, with the Packers. Uh, but, however, we both survived our survivor picks. And uh, I got my premium pick right. Uh, Peter got his premium pick wrong. Uh, Down to 0 and 2. Oh, and two. You, you always suck with the damn premium picks, man.
0: Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. F- yeah. Fade all those. From, fade uh, all those.
1: Time. So that would bring uh, our totals through week two. So now what am I? I'm five and five, and you're?
0: I'm uh, three and seven. Seven.
1: Hey. <laughs> bounce, bounce back. Bounce back week three. Bounce back. But uh, let's talk a little bit about our picks. Uh, let's... Let's we are
0: competition. St- are we going right to the Super Bowl, or are we stopping a regular season? <laughs> Um, gonna pick up steam.
1: We'll go to the Super Bowl. Screw it, yeah. You, right, you got cool. time, you got time. We're only two games back. Uh, I would be ideal if we both finished above 500, and I think we will. Yeah, that's uh, cool. So, uh, the only pick that uh, we got right was the Packers minus 10. That was my premium pick of the week and my survivor pick. Uh, the Packers, uh, which the game will get into, uh, they destroyed the Bears, but the Bears did have a shot for a backdoor cover, they just did not convert. So, I got that one right. Uh, my pick's wrong. I had the Chiefs minus four against the Chargers. Uh, they did not cover by one point. That was um, a backdoor, too. I know, backdoor, Chargers, last possession. Justin Herbert throwing the, with the freaking broken ribs. Um, I had the Colts minus four, uh, and they got shut out by the Jaguars. We'll talk about that game. I had the Saints plus three at home against the Bucs. The Saints had every opportunity to win the game. They just did not close out in the fourth quarter. That was an L. Then I had the Bengals minus seven and a half against the Cowboys. The Bengals got killed in the first half. They made a run at run at it in the second half, but they were never able to take hold of the game. So yeah, one and four for me.
0: Oh, I mean, better than me, 0-5. Uh, we were alike on the Bengals minus seven and a half. Steelers plus one and a half. I mean, it was uh pretty pretty uh close. But uh obviously it was a, that, that was a
1: win-win scenario for you, Peter.
0: Yeah, it was. <laughs> Uh, Vikings plus one and a half got blown out versus the Eagles nice Ravens minus three and a half didn't show up in the second half it's good and uh, Raiders minus six Uh, gagged that away didn't show up in the second half either
1: yeah good
0: coach Uh, you got there Josh McDaniels uh, 0-2 blowing two leads two weeks in a row
1: not ideal for any of our picks or the Raiders but But as we
0: said we got the survivor pick right I got the Broncos Uh, barely
1: I was sweating for you Peter I really was
0: barely I yeah, was I, sweating, so
1: yeah. Well, tell you
0: what, I promise you, I'll do. I won't do worse this. Yeah, week. I was just gonna there say we really no can't way. do
1: much worse. There's no, I don't believe we'll do worse. Well, you uh, can, you can, you can go. Yeah, 0-5. that's true. I could go zero five, but uh, hopefully we don't. Uh, yeah, week two, not good. And uh, as this NFL season continues on, it feels like we're still learning a lot about each team. I mean, honestly, you don't really get a good gauge on teams, in my opinion, until like week four, week five. Because we've seen teams in week one do awesome, and then we see them get blown out in week two or vice versa, this and that. So it's kind of...
0: Yeah, Jacksonville last year.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's sort of like, oh, uh, like, kind of wait to see as the games pile up. Uh, but Peter, uh, first game that I kind of wanted to break down uh, for week two was the Chiefs and Chargers. That was last Thursday night's game. Uh, it was the first game on Amazon Prime. Did, did you enjoy the experience?
0: I did. It looked actually pretty crisp. Al Michaels and uh, whatchamacallit. I, I know his name, but Her- I don't Herb know his Street. name. He's uh, they're actually pretty good together. I like that. And I mean, I don't like Jeff Bezos and Roger Goodell joking around in the stands, but I, I liked it overall. The uh, pregame was nice. Is Tony Gonzalez uh, did he ditch Fox CBS
1: or, or whatever? Was, he He might have been Fox. Hey, he or must whatever. have. Uh, was yeah, that just
0: because it was the Chiefs?
1: yeah, i'm not I'm not entirely sure. That's a good question. because um, I know there is some overlap because it's Amazon. Like Kirk Herbstreit yeah. still does his ESPN stuff, uh, and he also, of course, is the the color guy now on Amazon for Thursday Night Football. But how would you grade it at one through ten? Feels like you're thinking like a nine.
0: Yeah, I mean, eight or nine. The product was crisp, didn't lag out. It's pretty easy to stream. I yeah. thought it was gonna like crap the bed with everybody just flooding in, but it was good. I, I got to pay on top of what I pay for yeah. Well, I don't pay for cable, but like I pay for Amazon Prime, anyways. But that's annoying. But...
1: I would give a seven out of 10. Uh, I, like you said, I think overall, uh, maybe the first drive or two was sort of weird with the camera angles, a little shaky. Um, and I think the audio maybe from Al Michaels and uh Kirk Cryptree could get enhanced a little bit. It felt like uh, there was a little juice. I don't know, it felt like they need a little bit more there, but yeah. Overall, solid product. Al Michaels, whatever he's on, it's important in my opinion. He's the best there is. The GOAT, whatever you want to call him. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about the game itself. The Chiefs ended up beating the Chargers 27-24. Justin Herbert, he ended up getting hurt in this game due to a uh, ribs injury. Uh, He was 33 of 48 for 334 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Mike Williams, uh, he really... uh, Picked up the guard, uh, of course, with Keenan Allen being out. Mike Williams had eight receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown. Uh, But the winning Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes was 24-35 for 235 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey led the way, five catches for 51 yards. Peter, in my opinion, for this game, this was the best opportunity for the Chargers to beat the Chiefs, and they just couldn't. I felt like they outplayed them for a large portion of this game, uh, and they just weren't able to win. Uh, that pick six, I think, ended up becoming the nail in the coffin uh, for the Chargers. But I think this might have been the best opportunity for the Chargers to beat the Chiefs. If you're a Chargers fan or you're Brandon Staley, you still got to be kicking yourself.
0: Yeah, this is what uh, the Chargers do. I mean, they versus the Chiefs, they always play them close. Sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. Fourth quarter, they absolutely melt. I mean, it's a gutsy performance by Justin Herbert, as you said. I don't know if he's going to play or not, but. I thought that was an ACL. They went to commercial like twice, three times. I thought he was like done, and then he came back in like two plays later, and I was like, "Holy crap!" But yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, got gutsy performance by uh KC and that'll probably be the deciding factor on the standings.
1: Yeah, and for, I like, know tiebreakers. You're one of those people that uh, you're high in the Chargers. I believe you had them in the Super Bowl, right? Yep. You weren't alone by any stretch of the imagination. It felt like. A lot of people consider the Chargers to be the favorite in the AFC West and even to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, and just watching this game, my opinion still doesn't change. I still feels like the AFC West goes through Kansas City. Uh, I do feel like Kansas City's not going to play that bad next time around. And they still were able to win this game, and they struggled. Mahomes offensively, he did not have his best stuff for most of the game, especially in the first half. It felt like the Chiefs were getting severely outplayed. And the Chargers, I know they had a couple injuries. Uh, I know Keenan Allen was, of course, out, and Justin Herbert, of course, in the second half. But I felt like this game was served on a silver platter, and they were not able to take advantage of it. And now the Chargers enter week three in a scenario in which they don't know the status of Justin Herbert. Now, uh, Brandon Staley said he's day-to-day. We'll see his practice status uh, as the the week goes on, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But he is dealing with a ribs injury, uh, and it is... An injury that could linger. I don't think it's gonna, an injury that's going to hold him out, but I feel like it's going to be, they like, consider it a painful injury. Uh, I think it's an injury that Tony Romo kind of dealt with with the Cowboys back in like 2000, I think 14. Do you see
0: what he posted on Instagram? Who? He, somebody post. I think it was Tony Romo. He was like, if it's an AC joint, just like put a shot in it and tell him to oh, go Drew back. To the next Drew one. Oh, Drew Brees. Oh, Drew Brees. Yeah, it was Drew Brees. I was like, holy crap, bro. Yeah. What are you doing?
1: That was so random, like legitimately the most random post I've ever seen. Yeah, Uh, it was random, but I think Herbert is probably going to play Sunday against the Jaguars. I don't think we're going to see the Justin Herbert we're accustomed to seeing because I think it's got a painful injury. And, Peter, here's some irony here. Uh, The doctor uh, that uh, punctured Tyrod Taylor's lungs is still the head doctor down for the Chargers, so he will be working with Herbert's ribs I think
0: Tyrod Taylor won five million bucks.
1: I think he did too. I, I think uh, after that settlement, he did win some money. I can't believe he's still the doctor over there. I was so surprised when I read that story from Adam Schefter on ESPN.
0: Yeah. I would assume that he would have just got fired
1: or just kind of moved on, you know, like uh, a uh, mutual re- uh, resignation or whatever you want to call it. But uh, that ended up not being the case. So uh, yeah, uh, charges fall to one and one and the chiefs moved to two and O oh, and, I still consider the Chiefs to be the favorite in the AFC West, and I have them winning the Super Bowl. Again, it's still so early for that, but uh, I think this Chiefs team did what it had to do. Any closing thoughts for that game, Peter? I mean, they'll they'll see each other again.
0: I don't know when yeah. they face each other, but it's always a classic.
1: Yeah, oh, they'll, absolutely. The
0: Chargers will be fine. They missed Keenan Allen over the middle a lot. Yeah.
1: But... Oh, yeah, they did. And um, I think they're going to need a little bit more production from somebody outside of, like, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Just that third option can kind of help. I know Austin Eckler can help out of the backfield and that sort of thing, but uh, they need a little bit more. Uh, again, I still think the Chargers are a playoff team or they're going to be a, right in the cusp of it, and I think the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West.
0: The Chiefs need somebody to step up other than Travis Kelsey.
1: Yeah, they do. I thought it was going to be Juju Smith-Schuster, and it wasn't for this game. Uh, I thought Marquez Valdez-Scantling can do it. So I, I feel like it's going to be a game-by-game basis in which things pick up. Like I think one week we're going to see a heavy usage of Travis Kelsey, Next week, it'll be a heavy usage of Juju Smith. Then it could be Hardman, and then it could be uh, Velda scantling So I think it's going to be a a mix. Some weeks, maybe it'll be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a a committee. So that's what's interesting about that um, Chiefs team. All right, Peter, let's move on to Sunday's sleep. Also, fun fact, Peter, fun fact for you. I am 0-2 on my Thursday picks. 0-2. Yeah, I know, you're not right? picking a Thursday again. Oh, I am. I am. I noticed that and I said, you know what? I got to break this curse. I got to break it.
0: Oh. oh, nice. So bet the opposite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Stay stay tuned for our picks for week three at the end of the show. Uh, next game, Peter, I want to talk about was the Ravens Dolphins. Uh, this was a game in the first half that was practically a snooze fest. Uh, the Ravens came out firing offensively. Lamar Jackson looked phenomenal. Uh, the score at halftime was 28 to 7. The Dolphins looked dead in the water. No intended. Uh, but things kind of shifted in the second half. The Dolphins outscored the Ravens 28-3 in the fourth quarter to win the game 42-38. The Dolphins moved to 2-0 on the year and the Ravens fall to 1-1. Uh, this was a game that was hectic, chaotic in the fourth quarter. Tua obviously had his best game of his NFL career. He was 36-50, 469 yards, six touchdowns and two picks. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill combined for 22 receptions. Uh, close to 300 yards receiving and four touchdowns combined. Other side of things, Lamar Jackson. He looked like he was making a statement to the league in the first half. Uh, he was 21 of 29 for 318 yards and three touchdowns. He also had 119 yards in the ground and one touchdown. So look, Peter, a lot to unpack here in this game. Uh, I, it was a game of two halves and uh, the Dolphins come out on top.
0: So do you want me to crap on Tua or do you want me to raise him up?
1: Uh, I feel like I'm probably in between. Like his first half. All right. So do you think he is more his NFL ceiling? Is he more in the first half performance or second half performance?
0: Uh, first half for sure. Uh, all right. All right. Let's give Later. credit where credit's due. Two uh, eight and one versus a uh, Super Bowl winning coaches. Two and versus uh, Lamar Jackson. Four and versus Belichick. 17 and eight as a starter. So, I mean, you can't deny those uh, numbers, but it's pretty easy when you hit a receiver in stride in the middle, Waddle or uh, Tyreek Hill, and they do the rest. I mean, 78 yards, 75 yards. He's not really doing much. He's just still missing throws over the middle. He's still overthrowing people. But, I mean, you got to give uh Tua some credit. Yeah. Even if it pains me to do it. But. Yeah, no,
1: I think Tua does deserve some credit for this game. I can't believe the Ravens defensively in the second half. Like I, I really couldn't fathom how bad they were playing defensively. They were giving all these dolphin receivers free releases at the line of scrimmage, uh, open field, no safety over the top. It was crazy. You could tell that Wink Martindale was not in the fold there anymore defensively for the Ravens. Uh, I think it's now Mike McDonald. I think he's the new defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. I and mean, It was a poor showing. Uh, I understand the Ravens defensively. They don't have the personnel they used to way back in the day, but this was unexcusable. Uh, and absolutely any every level, you know, you're playing the Dolphins with electric pass catchers, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. You know what they can do yards after catch yards after the catch. And the Ravens did nothing to really dispute that in the second half. I really couldn't believe it. That final drive from the Dolphins, the Ravens showed little to no like little to no resistance on anything. I couldn't believe it. I think this says a lot about the Ravens' defense. I was very disappointed about them. Uh, and look, the Dolphins they took what the defense gave them. Tua made the, the right reads, the right throws. He hit Tyreek Hill over the top on a number of different occasions. This was a big win for this Dolphins team, and this was a terrible loss of the Ravens. The Ravens are, I don't want to call it a dogfight in the AFC North, but they're going to be fighting for playoff seeding. No, I, 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 don't, I,
0: don't, I don't think it's a dogfight. AFC North yeah, is real So Maybe
1: not the AFC North, but I'll call it the AFC as a whole, right? Fighting for um, a first-round bye or whatever you want to call it in the AFC, and this was a game that they had to win. You cannot get outscored 28-3 to in the fourth quarter. You just simply cannot do it. And I understand that the Ravens could have put up some points in the second half, and they didn't, but look, you're up 28-7 to at halftime. Your defense should be good enough to hold a three-score lead and at times four-score lead. And I I think that was my big takeaway from this game. A big win for the Dolphins. Absolutely a huge confidence booster for Tua and company, along with Mike McDaniels. But the Ravens defensively, not good, man. Not good at all. I just couldn't believe the coverages. That was the thing that was just blowing my mind. The Dolphins receivers, Peter, you could go re watch it on replays. They were giving them like free releases. I couldn't believe it. No one within seven yards after the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's why
0: Tyreek Hill and Waddle burned them all the
1: time. It was, it was, and they didn't adjust. Like you would think that, okay. The, all right, it's a 28-21 game now. Maybe we should adjust a little bit and the Ravens just did not. And I'm surprised. The Ravens are a team that usually um flourishes with in-game adjustments and that was not the case in this one, man. This was not. Uh, it was a poor showing. Poor and credit showing. uh Mike McDa- yeah,
0: credit yeah. to Mike McDaniel. I mean, coach of the year uh probably a heavy favorite. Frontrunner,
1: yeah. I, I don't know what the Bill odds Altric, are.
0: beat in John Harbaugh.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know what the odds are, but he's got to be the front runner, I would think. Yeah, probably. All right, I Peter. Yeah, you want to look it up uh, while I tee yeah, off this can six go game? On the next game. Yeah. All right, so uh let's talk about another disappointing team in the AFC. Your Indianapolis Colts, Peter. Uh the Colts after nearly screwing you from the survivor pool last week, um would have screwed you again this week if you, if someone else picked them. Uh the Jaguars shut out the Colts 24-0 at home. Tre- uh, Trevor Lawrence I think had his best career game. 25 of 30 for 235 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, James Robinson, who received over 60% of the snaps offensively, had 23 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. uh, To go along with two catches for 14 yards. Uh, The Jaguars looked great on both sides of the ball. Matt Ryan continued to struggle. 16 to 30, 190 yards, uh, 195 yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions. He was sacked five times. I know Michael Pittman was out. Uh, I know the rookie Pierce receiver was out. But there was no excuse for the Colts to be shut out in Jacksonville. Peter, through two games, the Colts are winless, and they've played the Texans and the Jaguars.
0: Who's their backup quarterback?
1: Any it biggest? is uh, Sam Ellinger, I believe. Yeah, I think it's nah, Sam st- start
0: up. Maybe Matt Ryan is D.O.N. done. I mean, the c- Colts, their defense isn't even showing up. Their offense is terrible. Nowhere to be seen. Frank Reich, if uh, Matt Rule isn't the first one fired. Ooh, you better uh, hope that your seat doesn't get way too warm. I mean, as you said, Michael Pittman was out. I mean, that's a big loss. But Jonathan Taylor didn't even do anything in this game either. Oh. And it's a Jags defense. But on the other side, Trevor Lawrence, this is the best game that I've ever seen him play mm-hmm. in his two years. Well, other than Clemson, but that's a show.
1: Yeah. You know what I kind of thought about after I, I picked the Colts in our picks last week? I'm thinking in my head, it feels like Jacksonville, is equivalent to like Miami for the Patriots. You know, like I I feel like Indy can't do anything right in Jacksonville. It feels like it's in their head now. And this was an abysmal performance on all fronts. Matt Ryan, he has regressed and I understand it's two games, but look, this is the Colts fault, right? You can't go through three, three different quarterbacks in three years, all learning new systems and expect immediate production. Cause there is a learning curve, especially from Matt Ryan, who spent 14 years in Atlanta, right? That's a long time to go to a new setting and, Look for immediate success. And Matt Ryan, he hasn't had a, a winning record since two thousand seventeen. So I think a lot of people see the name Matt Ryan and they think, Oh, the Colts should be the favorite in the AFC South. Uh, they're a sneaky team, this and that. And I think that's far from the truth. Uh, the Colts, Peter, we've talked about it for two off seasons now. They need help. Offensive playmakers other than Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. And they for whatever reason just neglect it.
0: Signed T. White Hilton.
1: Thank yeah. We're just wait for the T.Y. Hilton call for week three. We know it's coming.
0: They're saving oh. uh the cap space. I don't know what for. You got to pay Jonathan Taylor, but that shouldn't be that much. Well, do you I know who OBS. the Colts?
1: Do you know who the Colts uh, leading receiver was in this game?
0: Um, it wasn't even Paris Campbell. I have no it idea. Not.
1: It was Ashton Dolan, uh, fourth year receiver.
0: Ooh, congratulations, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher! Congratulations.
1: Yes, uh, Ashton Kutcher Dolan, uh, Dolan, whatever you want to pronounce it.
0: Yeah, uh, the Colts five catches, are...
1: seventy-nine yards.
0: Colts are ultimately done because that division is a absolute dumpster fire. I don't know if we'll get to the Titans-Bills game, but we can do that in yeah. two seconds. The Titans are dead, dead, dead. Yeah.
1: Peter, why don't we hit on that really quick? Uh, the Bills beat the Titans on Monday Night Football uh, 41-7. to uh, For the first half, or maybe first quarter, I felt like we could have had a game on our hands. The Titans scored on a fourth down. Josh Allen turned the ball over, but this was not the case. Uh, it actually led to Ryan Tannehill uh, getting benched late in the Second half for uh, Malik Willis. I wouldn't
0: uh, say benched.
1: Removed. They all, removed. Yeah, they all quit. Yeah, removed. Uh, Ryan Tannehill in the game, 11 of 20, 117 yards. He was intercepted twice. He had a QBR of 16.3. Uh, and Derrick Henry, after he had that really good performance against the Bills last year, he was held to 25 yards rushing on 13 carries. Uh, Josh Allen, he's the MVP favorite after two games, 26 of 38. 317 yards and four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs. 12 catches, 148 yards, and three touchdowns. The Bills look like an absolute machine after two weeks. I know it's only two weeks, but it's tough to really uh, dispute what they were able to do through two weeks.
0: Yeah, good. I mean, their offense is explosive. No Gabe Davis. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Josh Allen's lighting the world on fire. There's pause concern for the Bills' defense. A ton of people got hurt in that game.
1: They did, and the Bills also lost their starting center too. Um, so, again, it's tough to really poke holes in what the Bills were able to do. Feels like a lot of people are down on the Titans. They have been down on them. Uh The Titans had every opportunity to beat the Giants last week. They blew that game. And this was a game they were expected to lose. But Mike Vrabel-led teams usually play some teams close. They usually stick in games. But this wasn't the case. The second half was an absolute bloodbath. Outscored 31. I'm sorry, 24 nothing in the second half. Buffalo outscored the Titans. So uh really poor performance for the Tennessee Titans. And an AFC South that is completely... Up for grabs,
0: yeah, go uh, Jacksonville.
1: Yeah, so we talked about Jacksonville, they got the W. We talked about uh, the Titans got the L. We talked about the Colts who got the L. And let's talk, might as well talk about the last team in the AFC South. Uh, the Titans, uh, after Texans. I'm sorry, Texans after tying, um, the Colts last week fell to the Denver Broncos 16 to 9. Uh, Broncos ended up winning, moved, improved to one and one. And it's Texans aren't the story, in my opinion, for this game, Peter. The story. Is still how bad Nathaniel Hackett is, man. That guy, I'm telling you, Peter, he, he's in way over his head. Russell Wilson is struggling. He was 14 to 31 for 219 yards and a touchdown. Uh, this should have been a get right game for the Broncos. The Broncos should have won this game 31 to 10. It should have been a get right game, a game in which they kind of proved that, look, they can be a team in the AFC West that can actually make the playoffs and After watching two games, Peter, I've realized that Nathaniel Hackett is in way over his head. The Broncos' offensive line is not good. Russell Wilson still is not good in the playbook. I'm sorry. The Broncos are not good right now. They're not.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's getting booed off the uh, field. Rightfully so. Jerry Judy got hurt. I mean, that's no excuse. But, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, third and one. You have Jonathan uh, Williams right in the backfield. You run an RPO with Russell Wilson and trying to get a tight end. Don't understand that. He might be the first coach fired. I know it's his first year, but it's so It's so
1: bad. It's just, it's egregious. Uh, like you said, Javante Williams is somebody that is being underutilized. He only had 75 yards on 15 um, carries. I think he needs to get the ball a lot more. And Hackett, his clock management has still been awful. Taking delay game penalties, taking all these, like the play calls have been just so egregious to me. The the Broncos didn't score a red zone touchdown for the first like seven quarters of the season, Peter. Like, how does that make sense? I don't know. I'm not sold on this team. I think Nathaniel Hackett is over. I don't even want to call him overrated. Uh, Let's just call him overhyped because I think he was a popular pick for coach of the year. He might have been the favorite.
0: Well, it made sense. I mean, Russell Wilson's coming there. I mean, yeah. their offense should be explosive. Russell Wilson's killing my fantasy team in one league. Thanks a yeah, lot.
1: M- it's me too. I didn't even start him against you this week in, in the league. I started Derek Harover. Oh, so, right decision, I, yes.
0: But... Sorry. Yeah, you gave me a what'd, what'd you drop?
1: 180 on me? 160? Yeah,
0: like one, 190. I think Lamar Jackson put up like 60. My bad. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, I, this Broncos team, I don't like where they're at. I think they're in a lot of trouble and Look, they're in a game. I'll read you the next four games, Peter, right? You can give me the little win loss, win loss. Uh home against the Niners.
0: No, it's good old Jimmy G. That's a loss.
1: I okay. Uh home uh at the Raiders.
0: Oh, I'll give you that one too. At the Raiders.
1: Home against the Colts.
0: No, that's an easy dub. Easy.
1: And then at the Chargers.
0: Oh, sorry. One and three.
1: (laughs) Oh, good luck, Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, what realistically, what do you want to go in that four-week stretch?
0: I mean, best case scenario, is two and two, right? You can yeah. beat the Raiders and beat the Niners, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. I think that's probably it. Yeah. And again, if you're the Broncos, you're not in a good situation. But Peter, we just talked about the Niners. Let's pivot to them. Uh, and I think, look, the the game itself, the Niners blew out the Seahawks twenty-seven to seven. But the real story is Trey Lance. Uh, he broke his ankle, and I think he dislocated it.
0: i oh, it's not uh, DK Metcalf's, like, one-handed graph. Oh, yeah, facts.
1: Um, Lance, out for the season. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to uh, get the reins for the remainder of the season uh, for the 49ers. So, Peter, we spent a lot of the offseason talking about a potential Jimmy Garoppolo trade. Uh, it never came to fruition. Garoppolo ended up staying in San Francisco. We both said it was kind of awkward, kind of weird. And maybe the 49ers didn't necessarily trust Trey Lance. And here we are in a situation where Jimmy Garoppolo is now tasked to lead the San Francisco 49ers. Again.
0: <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, good. So, good. I mean, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. He, he's a proven winner. He'll probably get hurt, but that's fine. I mean, good thing that they didn't trade him. I mean, I like my uh, Super Bowl. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, you NFC, did the the 49ers. NFC.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, I mean... Don't be in the NFC Championship game. I, I like him right now better than Trey Lance does, Dave. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but uh, I, I don't know. I feel like Trey Lance wasn't ready. But
1: all right, so I'll, I have two questions for you, Peter. One, if your situation comes to fruition, and let's let's say the 49ers not make the Super but let's say they get, let's say I don't know, they win a playoff game, right? Let's say they're in the divisional round or maybe the NFC Championship, and Jimmy Garoppolo does what Jimmy Garoppolo does. You know, he does just enough, but he isn't able to really elevate over the top. Can the 49ers enter 2023 with Trey Lance as the starting quarterback?
0: Uh, I mean, I need to see how bad that ankle injury is. I know he had surgery. I know he's out for the year. He probably needs some rehab. I hear that's the same injury that Dak had a year ago. Yes. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think they're going to resign. Is that his final year, right?
1: It is, but what if, again, what if Garoppolo takes them to the playoffs and he looks good doing it? Garoppolo, look, I think the locker room likes Trey Lance a lot, but if it feels like Garoppolo's um, leadership is something the 49ers players are gravitated towards. Listen, his win-loss
0: record speaks for yeah.
1: oh Yeah, and Kyle Shanahan's win-loss record without Jimmy Garoppolo also speaks for itself. And there was also an unsourced player that said that the team is better with Jimmy Garoppolo at the helm as opposed to Trey Lance. So what if the 49ers make a deep playoff push? Do you bring back Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you entertain a Trey Lance deal? What do you do? Or in my opinion, in all likelihood, this probably enhances Jimmy Garoppolo's value and they're probably going to enter the year with Trey Lance. But Peter, Trey Lance will have a big year next year, man. He's been out of football for basically three years. He didn't really play his last year in college. He didn't really play last year and he only played a game and a half this year. That's not a, a recipe for success for a young quarterback.
0: I agree. I'm not, I agree. I'm
1: not ready to call him a bust or anything like that, but I think there is a cost for some a cost for some concern. Like, there has to be, right?
0: For, I mean, for sure. I mean, that whole... I mean, not to crap on the whatever year quarterback class, because we have one of those, but...
1: 2021.
0: Class kind of looks...
1: Yeah, it bad. looks solid. Sout- I mean, yeah, Trevor Lawrence yeah. is
0: Trevor Lawrence, but that class kind of looks
1: bad. And Trevor Lawrence is coming off a victory, but you look at last... like, before this week, right? Jaguars lost. Uh, the Patriots lost with Mac Jones. I'm oh, not just saying lost. that.
0: I mean, Justin Field is sorry. His career is over if he stays with the Bears. Mac Jones is still not he needs reading to surrounded. the defense. Yeah, he needs to be I mean, surrounded, he's be surrounded. Yeah, he's still uh, throwing the safeties and cornerbacks right in the hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Lance isn't on the field.
1: And Zach Wilson's hurt.
0: Zach Wilson's doing Zach Wilson things.
1: Joe Flacco about to win the job. Let's start with the Joe. Let's start with the Jets. Right? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, segue to the Jets. So the Jets. They won, Peter. They won. Somehow they won. They beat the Cleveland Browns, a comeback from behind victory. They won 31-30. Led from Joe Flacco. He threw four touchdown passes uh, over 300 yards. Um, Yeah, he looked awesome in the game. Uh, And Garrett Wilson, he looked great. That rookie receiver from Ohio State, eight catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, Peter, what do you think about the Jets winning? Were you surprised? I
0: I mean, yeah, obviously. It's more on the Browns. Nick Chubb go down. That's not all on Nick Chubb, though. I mean, they shouldn't have. Won the Browns like,
1: should have been able to close. They should not have let Joe, or Flacco whatever it was.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco's an absolute bum. But yeah, I agree. Good for the
1: Jets. Good for the yeah, Jets. Yeah, seriously. Like, if you're the Browns, I can, I still can't take them seriously without um Deshaun Watson. I, I just can't. I understand. And I mean,
0: Jacoby Brissett's playing through an injury on top yeah, of it. Like, yeah, Holy Versets crap! banged like, up.
1: Yeah, exactly, and the Browns might have got away. Uh, with a win last week against the uh, Panthers after the kicker hit. What was a 55 yard kick or whatever, but they weren't able to escape uh, this week. Uh, Jets get a comeback from behind victory. Uh, Other games of note here, Peter uh, bucks of saints bucks, won 20 to 10. This was a game. The score did not really reflect how the game was played. The game was three, three through three quarters. Uh, Mike Evans was ejected and suspended for one game. Marcus Lattimore was ejected. Jameis Winston looked really shaky. Same thing with Tom Brady, who really has nobody to throw to right now.
0: Throwing tablets, throwing throwing his helmet. I hate the Saints.
1: So what do you think about um, – do you think the Bucs – all right, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. What do you think about the Tampa Bay Bucs offense? Are you concerned about the offensive line? stemmed another injury. Uh, Mike Evans is going to miss next week's game against the Packers. Uh, Godwin's out a month. Julio Jones, looks like he's going to come back. But again, Julio Jones is an aging receiver. What do you think? They just signed Cole Beasley to the practice squad today.
0: Yeah, I mean, Gronk's going to come through that door for sure. But I I don't know. I mean, Mike Evans is Mike Evans. Chris Godwin should fix him, I guess. Tom Brady would do his thing. Leonard Fournette looks bad, too. I don't know if that's on his line, though. But I mean, it'll be a long year, but their defense can carry him. Their defense is probably the best in the league, so.
1: Defense I don't know. is defense is really good. I do like I said, Peter. Before the season started, I have some real concerns about this Bucks team. But you and can worry about it. that
0: in the playoffs.
1: They're two and zero. Oh, you know what? After they're two and zero, oh, and Tom Brady has not looked like Tom Brady. Whether it's his fault or not, the offensive line, whatever you want to call it. Oh, do
0: you see the uh, ad for the Mass Singer?
1: I did. Hey, yeah. I did. That was kind of funny. Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, he better not be on that. No, I I not be is. on that.
1: I don't think he is.
0: They did that for that, but
1: yeah, I, I think it was a good uh, marketing kind of put up for him. Uh, other games of note here, Peter, uh, Dan Campbell and the Lions get a win, 36-27. Uh, Lions ended up, what were they up, like 22-7 at halftime, whatever it was. They looked really good. Jared Goff, so looked really efficient. Uh, Amont St. Brown, nine receptions, 116 Stodd. yards and two touchdowns. Stud. So, yeah, what do you think about this Lions team? I know their one and one now is a big win. They put up 36 points. Yeah, they're pretty a little
0: good. frisky. I mean, yeah. week one even, they almost beat the Eagles. Good offense, pr- uh, decent defense, not expected much. On the other side, Commanders, Carson Wentz, never resurgence, two, two weeks in a row, pretty good. Yeah.
1: Uh, other things of note, my Las Vegas Raiders uh, blew a huge fourth quarter lead uh, to the Arizona Cardinals, which a team that I think is not very good. I don't think the Arizona on, Cardinals on are On the
0: very good. M- MW2 beta weekend.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Come on. On Kyler Murray, two hours of sleep. The Cardinals won the game 29-23. The Raiders were outscored between the fourth quarter and overtime. Um, 23-0. I'm sorry, 22-0. And they just were not able to execute late in the game. Derek Carr still is not looking great, in my opinion. He needs to look better. Uh, Devontae Adams, I think, was only held to two receptions. Uh, Josh Jacobs was only held to 69 yards, rushing on 19 carries. They can't run the ball. Ah, uh, the defense melted in the second half. Kyler Murray had like seven opportunities to score in that goal line play. I don't know if you saw that. Yep, and he did mm. in the, like the last one. So, and they end up losing from a Hunter Renfro fumble. But no, it's not a good start from Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. Blown two fourth quarter leads. Um, not good, not good. And I don't think the Cardinals are very good. Even winning this game, I don't. I, I really don't think they're a good team. I think they got three and a half quarters. This.
0: They got exposed again. Their defense. Yeah.
1: I don't think they're Not a good team.
0: Yeah. I mean, they need Hopkins and Hollywood Brown to come back.
1: Yeah, I agree. But, I, I don't think they're a very good team. Uh, other notes, Peter, our Patriots won 17 to 14 over the Steelers. A relatively low scoring game. Hip, hip, Offense right. did look better. Offense Thank did you, look Gun-
0: better. Uh, uh, thanks, Gunner. Did. thanks Gunner. Thanks, Gunner. Offense looked win. better.
1: <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, six catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown.
0: Glad uh, Kendrick Bourne's back on the field though.
1: Yeah, Bourne played uh 20. One snaps, uh, Mac Jones, 21 of 35, 252 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Peter, one thing to say about this game, is it time to bench Mitch Trubisky?
0: Uh, not this week because they're on a short week. Yeah, not this week, yeah. but it, I yep. think it
1: is coming. For and
0: sure.
1: Look, the Steelers offensively looked really bad. I know we kind of crouched on the Patriots last week offensively. Man, the Steelers look, I think, three times worse. Uh, I don't think they look good at all offensively. Uh, I think the Patriots defense looks pretty efficient too. I'm very curious to see them take on Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, other games, what did I miss? Um Let's see Vikings uh, Eagles. Vikings Eagles.
0: Uh three seconds. Eagles, good. Vikings melted. Dalvin Cook, nowhere to be found. Justin Jefferson, nowhere to be found. I think that's more on Kirk Cousins.
1: Maybe an off some, I mean all week. Someone know. else it's on. Someone else it's on. Irv Smith. He had a touchdown pass, just completely dropped it. Uh that could have changed the complexity of the game a little bit. Also, I have no idea why Kirk Cousins was throwing the ball at Darius Slay. Like, dude, stop. Like.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. He's
1: throwing the he's throwing a pick every time he's throwing his way. That was bad. You can't do that, man. Absolutely can't. And Peter, one more. Uh actually two more here. Quick. Uh Rams beat the Falcons 31-27. The Falcons were down 28 to 3 in this game. They almost came back, but the the comeback was uh stopped short. Uh Rams, they got their first one of the year staff for 27 of 36, 272 yards and three touchdowns. Cooper Cup did what Cooper Cup does, caught two touchdown passes for 11 for 108 yards and 11 catches,
0: uh, two almost uh, comebacks, two weeks in a row versus the Falcons. Can't get it done. That and they that, covered. I mean, that's they covered. the Falcons to cover two weeks in a row. Ma- Marcus Mariota, maybe a comeback player of the year. I mean, uh, Matthew Stafford, he still looks pretty good. Shaky, bad.
1: shaky, shaky. Um, and they still kind of need to figure out what's going on in the backfield between Cam Akers and uh, Daryl Henderson. They kind of think Cam cameras. Akers
0: is healthy. That's
1: why. yeah, that could be it too. Maybe he came back last year too early. From that Achilles injury, that could be it. And last but not least, Peter, uh, we talked about it a little bit. The Cowboys beat the Bengals twenty to seventeen. This was a game the Bengals should have won. Man, that's bad. Oh, for
0: for sure. I mean, oh my listen, god! Before you get it, I mean, we can get into it. I mean, the Bengals. If you uh, don't want to block Michael Parsons, that's what you get. Joe Burrow Jesus. on the ground again, seven, seven, eight times, or six, seven, eight times. That old line looks terrible. I don't know if it's because of the offseason or whatever. Joe Burrow is gonna. Get killed again.
1: And, and I think they didn't learn awful.
0: anything from last year. Super awful. Bowl, no, nothing.
1: Super Bowl hangover is Zach Taylor adjusted. Not, he did never adjusted in this game. I couldn't believe it. The offensive line, they spent a good amount of draft capital and money on it and it hasn't gelled together, which is a huge cause of concern. Peter, if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, right, you're 0-2. You've lost to Cooper Rush and Mitch Trubisky. How does that even work, losing to Cooper Rush and Mitch Trubisky?
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, their schedule doesn't even get easier. They still got to face all of their NFC, uh, AFC North. That team yeah. is Peter. Bad. I'll read you their
1: next four games. Right? Uh, I don't want to call it that difficult, but they're uh, at Burrell. the at the Jets.
0: Uh, should be a win, though. But...
1: I think so too. Home against the Dolphins. Oh, sorry. At Baltimore.
0: <laughs> sorry. At the Saints. Oh, that D line is really good.
1: So I think if they can go two and two in that stretch, I think they'll be okay. I think the AFC North again they have an opportunity, especially with Pittsburgh kind of floundering, Cleveland dealing with Kobe Brissett, and Baltimore missed a key opportunity. I'll tell you what, that was a huge win uh, for Miami to beat Baltimore in terms of Cincinnati, right? Because now it's not a two game division deficit; now it's only one game. So yeah, I, I, look, I'm this Bengals team, man. How I just couldn't fathom. I thought that was a lock. I really did. I thought that they would have a much convincing victory. And they just weren't. I also think it's a little bit on Joe Burrow, too. He's got to get rid of the ball quicker. And I think, Zach I mean, listen,
0: I don't know. He's getting no time back. No, he,
1: there, for most of it, yeah, but there was some times, at least a couple, where he should have got rid of it. I think now it's in his head. And that's not what you want from your franchise quarterback fresh off a Super Bowl appearance. All
0: right, All right Peter. Two, two, two more things. Is Cooper Rush better than Dak Prescott? No, I'm just going to don't answer that. <laughs> And, uh, and to bring our conversation back, Mike McDaniel is the favorite at plus 600. Next is Nick Sirianni, plus 700. Kevin O'Connell, plus 800. Brandis a 1,000.
1: Can I get Nathaniel Hackett's outs?
0: <laughs> he's probably off the board, to be honest. He's probably. So he's not
1: even in the top five anymore, huh?
0: Oh, no. It's, wow. Let's after see. two
1: games, he's not even in the top five after I think he was number one.
0: Nathaniel Hackett, plus 7,500.
1: Last person,
0: Last last coach on the thing. Above, uh, behind Matt Rule, plus 6,500. That's crazy. Mike McCarthy, plus 5,000.
1: That's absurd to me. All right, Peter, any other uh, week two takeaways? We're going to do better this week. We're going to do better for our picks this week. That's my takeaway. Also, if if I had to put it in three takeaways sort of thing, I would say... The Ravens' defense man, L. Bengals' offensive line, L. What else am I going to give an L to? Oh, Nathaniel uh, Hackett. He, he deserves the L.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. just Steelers, L. Thanks, Josh McDaniels. Still yep. screws me, even though you're not in the Patriots. And good job, Jalen Hurts. Might win MVP yeah. if Josh. I tell you what,
1: Peter. I think through two weeks, again through two weeks, so take it with a grain of salt. The Eagles have been the best team in the NFC. For sure. So again, so far. Now, could that change this week? Probably. All right, Peter, let's get into our picks. Uh, you want to begin?
0: Let's do it. I got all right, we'll do Survivor first. Survivor Chiefs over the Colts. Colts going on in three. See ya.
1: Boom. Peter is betting against the Colts and uh you're on the Chiefs bandwagon this week. I like it. Uh my survivor pick is gonna be the Rams. Uh I don't like picking road teams in Survivor, but I'm gonna reluctantly do it because I don't know the health status of Justin Herbert, and there's a lot of question marks on this on this board. There's a lot of road teams, but I'm going to take the Rams over the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams kicked the crap out of the Cardinals in the playoffs last year and in the regular season, and I expect that to happen again. I'm going to go with the Rams,
0: and I'll start with that Chargers minus seven. I don't care if Justin Herbert's in and out; they should uh, not demolish the Jags, but demolish the Jags.
1: They should cover. Yeah, I was looking yeah, at that one cover. too. All right, uh, Peter, I'm 0-2 on Thursday night football, Peter, and I'm going to change that this week. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to pick the Steelers plus 4.5 against the Browns. I know the Steelers are going to be at Cleveland, but look, they won two games uh, last year against the Browns. Jacoby Brissett is banged up. The Browns are coming off a really bad loss against the Jets, and I think the Steelers can do enough to cover in this game. I'm not sure if they're going to win, but I think they can make it a field goal game. I think there's some good value after the Steelers looked really poor against the Patriots offensively. I like this bet a lot. Plus four and a half Steelers.
0: Welcome to the show, Kenny Pickett. Thank you. All right, next pick: Ravens minus three running the back versus the Patriots. It's a win-win. The Patriots. Uh, I don't think they can cover anybody. Is this going to be your
1: theme? It's gonna be a win-win each week.
0: No, I no. Uh maybe. I <laughs> I, I don't know. I I mean, be honest. You're going. You're going to the game. That's uh, good for my bet. I don't think they can cover ah. Lamar Jackson. I don't think they can cover Mark Andrews.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, the last time, do you remember the last time the Patriots played the Ravens? No. Okay, so I'll take you back in the time machine. It was in the 2020 season. Uh, the Patriots actually won. It was Sunday Night Football. That was the game that Jacoby Brissett threw a touchdown pass. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. That was that time. So the Patriots are one and one against Lamar Jackson. So we shall see if uh, how Week Three goes. My next pick, I'm going to go with the Texans, plus two and a half against the Bears. This is a crap game. This is a game like they tell you to not bet on because it's a crap game, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, I think the Texans can cover in this game. Uh, they've been in a lot of close and two close games, and I think they could do so against the Bears who are still struggling to find an identity offensively. Justin Fields threw the ball like like nine times against the Packers, uh, and that that was not a recipe for success. I think the Texans can do enough to keep it close. I like the Texans, plus two and a half. I think they might win this game outright.
0: And Cole Komet, you're dead to me. You're on my fantasy team, two goose eggs. Thank you. I could have told
1: you he was dead to you, man. I could have told you that.
0: Hey, listen, they have nobody in that team. Yeah, they do. Uh, that's... Anyways, I have uh, Falcons, plus two, running back. They're going to cover three times in a row. I forgot who they're facing. It doesn't even matter, to be honest. They are. I like Marcus Mariota. I think you might win comeback player of the year.
1: They are oh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah,
0: they're yeah. at Seattle. At Seattle. Yeah. I mean, Geno Smith. I don't know if he's the answer. I mean, they don't expect him to be the answer. I, I like the uh, Falcons plus two on the road. You
1: know, there I feel like we were higher on this podcast in the Falcons than a lot of other people. Oh, for sure. And
0: you had them winning like nine games or something. No, I did not. I had them, <laughs> like a, I had them winning like six. <laughs> no. You had them seven. Over. No, had, you oh, had them, what
1: was the total? Six and a half. Yeah, they
0: won the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fake news here. I had them winning seven games. And look, they could have won both of these games. They're 0-2, and I feel like they've been been close. They might win here at week three. Uh, My third pick, it's going to be my premium pick of the week and my survivor pick. Uh, I like the Rams to cover. Minus three and a half against the Cardinals. I still am not a believer in this Cardinals team. I know they're at home. I know they're coming off a nice win against the Raiders, but the Rams, they're well-coached. It felt like they got a... A lot of things together offensively. Not great, but I feel like it's a little bit better. And I think they have the Cardinals number. They really depanced pantsed Kyla Murray in that wild card game last year. And I think they're going to do the same thing. I like the Rams here. Minus three and a half.
0: Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, fourth pick. If, if you had to guess, what is the Packers, Bucks, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers over under? If you haven't looked at it.
1: It should be. I'll tell you what, I did look at it, but it should be. You would think it would between 48 and 50.
0: It is 41-and-a-half, and I'm picking the under. I mean, Tom Brady has no one to throw to, and Aaron, uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers only has Aaron Jones. Mm. Alan Rezard is a, a good player. He good to come back. I think the Bucks will keep Aaron Rodgers in check. I think it's going to be a bad – I assume that's Sunday Night Football, yeah.
1: It is not. It is not. I believe it is not. Oh, it
0: is not. No, it's not.
1: It's, it's Fox's game of the week.
0: Okay. Well, that's beside the point. i I with the
1: under. I'll yeah. be a square. Wow. Can you imagine if that's not if that it is, Peter, if you're wrong, like if you're right on that, oh my gosh. If it's like a 20 to 7 game between Ra- Rodgers and Brady, wow. Talk about hell freezing over. Uh my next one, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, minus six and a half against the Commanders. I know we talked about, we talked about a lot how you should avoid these like in division like road teams. But I'm gonna. Go against my own rule, and I'm going to do it. Uh, I like the Eagles last week against the Vikings. I think they played extremely well. I'm not a believer in the commanders. I know Carson Wentz has put up some nice numbers, but I'm I'm just not a believer on that team, specifically the defense. I think that defense is a really bad defense. I think Hertz and the Eagles are going to put up 30 points offensively, and I think they're going to cover in this game minus 6.5 for the Eagles. They're going to improve to 3-0. and
0: NFC favorites, and that's a good bet going along. Uh, last pick, premium pick of the week, Chiefs. No, we're doing all your strategy. We're just picking in your survivor team. And it's usually worked out for you. Yeah. I mean, Chiefs should win like 42 to like 10.
1: They should. They should. Hypothetically, they should. Uh, my last one, I'm going to go with the 49ers minus one and a half against the Broncos on Sunday night football. I, I like I'm excited for this game for some reason. Like, I feel like this game has a lot of look. Nathaniel Hackett is back on the front stage. It's in Denver. And now Jimmy Garoppolo is in the fold. I think there's a lot of storylines for this game, and I like the 49ers. I think they're going to run all over them, uh, and I think they ha- Nathaniel Hackett's going to get exposed again. 49ers plus one and a half. Yeah, so those are picks, Peter.
0: Hopefully you do better than last time, and cheers for the dra- uh, graphic this week, Jason. If people hate it, it's Jason's fault. If people love it, Matt, you're really fired this time.
1: Yeah, also shout-out to the people that took part of our Twitter poll. Uh that decided Peter's fate uh, a couple weeks ago. I forgot to shout them out. Uh, so shout out to those guys that participated in the poll.
0: I'm going to win. Fakely. But yeah. Let's ride. Let's uh, stay hot. Go Patriots. Go up.